You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. It can be easy to think of accepting Jesus as a one-time decision, a conclusion that we come to before continuing with our life. Yet, is this really that simple? Or is there the possibility that we're expected to do much more? The title of this episode is called Jesus is a Lifetime Commitment. Have you accepted Jesus on these terms? Hope you enjoy it. The idea of accepting Jesus into our lives is something that is a relatively kind of a simple idea, and yet something that is also very complicated and hard to fully commit to. Tonight's topic is something that is a good reminder, no matter where one may be in their life when they are following the word of God. Oftentimes, when we think of accepting something, accepting something, It is a one and done thing. And although we may think of something either to be real or not, like, for example, when we choose to believe that God is real and we believe in him, we accept his existence. And that may, and that's a one-time choice that we make. And it's maybe something we change or not in our life. But when it comes to the idea of accepting Jesus into our lives and to truly mean it, we have to more than make one single decision it's going to be a lifetime work for us that will take most of if not all of our life so something that has always been a common thing that we see throughout the bible and the many stories about the people that the bible tells us about both those before and after christ is that a commitment to following god's word and in our case accepting jesus into our hearts It is something that we will have to work at doing throughout our entire life. To accept Jesus, we have to love him and to show him we love him. And to do that, we have to obey his commandments, as we see in the verse that we have on the screen, John 14, verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. In in 1 John 2, verses 3 to 6, which I'll just read on the screen right here. And by this we know that we have come to know him. If we keep his commandments, whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. By this we may know that we are in in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. So as we can see, in these verses is that if we want to know Christ's commandments we also have to follow, know his word but if we want to know the word of Christ then we need to find it search it out throughout the gospels and more search the word of God throughout the whole bible so for tonight we're going to take a quick look at two people in the bible who showed how much of a commitment it's going to be in our lives to Jesus into our hearts And one of these examples is going to be someone that's found in the Old Testament and show us about how accepting Jesus is really ultimately about accepting God's word. And then our second example is going to be from the New Testament. So for our Old Testament example, we're going to take a look at King David. 
David is someone who is a perfect example to show us the commitment that comes when changing our lives to show that we are followers of God. Throughout his life, we see many examples of him making choices time and again to put the word of God first in his life. We see him make the choice to be a godly person when he chooses not to kill Saul twice. And we see him choose to be brave in the face of Goliath when he was a young man and with no combat experience, and instead place his faith in God. We see him so many times choose to try and be a godly person, even in times when it would have been easier for him to make a more selfish and sinful decision. And yet another reason why David is actually such a good example for us tonight. So, oops. is that we also see him make some mistakes throughout his life, such as with, for example, with Naboth, in which David went and almost killed him and have, if not for Abigail. We see him have instances of lying and making things up to get himself out of certain situations instead of trusting in God. And then perhaps his most well-known sin when he slept with, was when he slept with Bathsheba and then finding out, upon finding out that she was pregnant, he schemed to cover it up and ended up killing Bathsheba's current husband. And we see in Acts, but we see in Acts 13, verse 22, and when he had removed him, he raised up unto him David to be their king, to whom also he gave their testimony, and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. And then again in 1 Kings 15, verse 5. Because David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, and turned not aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, save only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite, which was the current husband of Bathsheba when David had slept with her. And so we see how yet despite all these things that David did that was wrong, he's still known as a man after God's own heart. He was still a man that God had accepted as good and faithful, someone that all other future kings were compared to to see if they had been good or bad kings he had accepted god into his heart and followed his word today we have to accept god's son jesus into our hearts and like david make choices that we know that show that we want to be like jesus and david who were both faithful servants to god and then for our new testament example or we're going to be looking at the apostle to the Gentiles, Paul. Paul is someone that is a perfect example to show us that no matter the point in our lives, it will never be too late for us. That no matter who we are, God has a plan and place for us in his purpose for the earth. He shows us how we can always come back and change who we are. And God will always accept us as long as we are willing to work on ourselves and follow his word. And so for those of us that don't know the story of Paul, he was once a man named Saul, who after witnessing the death of Stephen, set on a quest or mission of sorts that was in which he set out to destroy any and all followers of Christ by either imprisoning them or putting them to death. And then we see on one such mission in Acts 9, starting at verse 3, and as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined around about him a light from heaven and he fell to earth and a voice saying unto him Saul Saul why persecutest thou me and he said who art thou Lord and the Lord said 
I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. So we see how on this mission, Paul has an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus asks Saul why he's persecuting him. And then after this, Saul ends up blind. And then after some time, when Paul had time to reflect, God sends one Christ's followers to Saul and ends up healing him. And Saul ends up being converted and he changes his name to Paul, which is where what is what he's referred to from then on. After this, Paul shows a perfect example for us about accepting Jesus into our heart. He doesn't just choose to believe Jesus is the son of God and then goes on with his life. He makes major changes. He changes who he is and he values. He starts to better study the word of God and learn the plan that God has for him. And once he discovered that purpose, we see him dedicate the rest of his life to that purpose. Paul shows us how when we accept Jesus into our lives and heart, we really have to work at making that change a permanent part of our lives to really put Jesus and God first in our lives. And we have to do more than make room for them. We have to make them a priority. We have to make the changes and spend more time on the things of God and not the things that don't matter to us as much. Paul is someone that showed how important the things of God were to him. He made this such a priority that even who had been mistrustful of him or should have been mistrustful of him, I, for example, the followers of Christ welcomed him as one of their own and often took Paul in and helped him along the way. And so we can see from these two examples, I think we can really see just how much work really goes into accepting Jesus into our hearts. Every single day, we are going to have to make the same choice again and again. Everything we do, we have to make that choice that shows we are listening to God's word and the lessons we can learn from it. Although we, well, we try to always make the right and godly choices, there will be times when we make the wrong choice in our life. And then we'll probably end up regretting that and wish we hadn't made that choice. But just because at times we do make that wrong choice, it does not mean that we have not accepted Jesus. From Acts 2 verse 38, and Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we see how that we we talk about accepting Jesus into our lives, it means that we have made the choice to always try our best to follow God's word and to listen to the things it tells us. It doesn't mean that we're suddenly going to become perfect people. It's going to have be a process that will have both highs and lows. God and Jesus aren't looking for us to succeed every time. They're looking for us to try our best and get back up when we fall down and repent. All the, of all the people we read about, in the Bible, except for Jesus, every single one of them fell short of everything that God wanted from them. But we see in Romans 3, verse 23, but for all, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But we see how that many are still considered in the Bible good and faithful because they try to do the right thing in God's eyes. And that's all that God requires of them. And that is all that God requires of us too. It still doesn't mean that this is going to be an easy task for us but it does mean that we all have a chance and we're all wanted by God, no matter where we started. He only wants our best efforts and not perfection. 
We see from our example tonight of David, of how God just wants us to try. And when we make a mistake, to acknowledge that mistake and try to make amends if possible, or try to do better the next time. And John 1, in 1 John 1, verse 9, says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. You see, God wants us to try. And if we fall short, he still cares for us. And no matter what is proud of us, as long as we're willing to try our best and then confess our mistakes and our faults and be honest, talk to God about these things. And our other example for the night, Paul, shows us that no matter who we are or our origin, what our origins may be, it will never be too late for us. God is always willing to accept us and is always waiting for us to turn back to him because he is always facing us. In 2 Peter 3 verse 9, we read, The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that should all reach repentance. We see here that God is not, is always willing and waiting on us and always, and he waits for us and he knows that we are going to take time. And so he is patient in that way. And as mentioned earlier, God will always love us and bring us into the fold when we are ready to turn back to him. Accepting Jesus into our hearts is going to be something that sounds simple. And yet something that's going to take a lifetime and a whole lot of effort in time, in that time. In John 1 verse 12, it says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. God is willing to put the effort into us. And the least we can do is put the time and effort back into God and his son, Jesus. And once we put that effort in, it allows us to become a part of the children of God. So why does accepting Jesus into our hearts matter? We say that it's commanded of us and that while it's true, but that doesn't exactly, exactly explain why it matters or why we should do it. Accepting Jesus shows us how much we really are committed to being followers of God. Everyone will have troubles, but by learning about Jesus, we're able to accept both him and God into our lives. Once we're able to do this, we can show our, our love to God and Jesus in the best way possible. So what does it mean to accept Jesus? It means that we have to know Jesus. But to know Jesus, we have to learn about him. And to do that, we're going to have to search out the Bible. And then finally, we're going to need to make changes to show that we have accepted Jesus. We have to make those changes and choices throughout our lives that show that we really have accepted him and we have listened to the word of God. If you found this video helpful, then make sure to go to our website to find other Bible study materials. And also don't forget to take the quiz by using the link down below. If you take enough quizzes, you'll earn some awesome rewards as well as some very useful Bible study tools. We at Bible Basics Webinar also specialize in individual and small group Bible studies. You can text us by using the phone number that's also down in the description, as well as our email to get more information about our Zoom and in-person classes. And of course, thank you so much for watching Bible Basics Webinar, where we use the Bible to learn about God.
Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at btf at cdvideo.org. If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen. Thank you.